As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford-Berry. Hey, everybody. This is Jennifer Ford-Berry, and I'm back again for another episode of the 29-Minute Mom. So thank you so much for joining me today. You know, uh, if you've been listening to me for a long time, you know that I am obsessed with organizing, and my main passion in life is to teach people what is clutter for them to be able to recognize what clutter is, and then for them to be able to know the ways in which they can eliminate clutter. And the reason why I think it's so important to live a clutter-free life is because then you are free to be able to follow your God-given purpose. I think if you're bogged down with clutter, it's really, really difficult to focus on anything else, especially your purpose. So today on this episode, I want to talk about, you know, the, the question, what is clutter? Because I know a lot of times people hear me say clutter and they think of knickknacks or messy papers. Um, but really clutter comes in all shapes and sizes. Clutter can be anything from negative toxic relationships to too many clothes in your closet to too much debt, um, too much excess weight, too much negative talk. Clutter can be physical, it can be mental, it can be emotional, it can be all sorts of things. And the biggest thing is once we know what clutter is, I think it makes it so much easier to figure out what is cluttering up your life. So clutter is anything, this isn't, this is like the basic, if I could narrow it down to one sentence, clutter is anything that doesn't serve a purpose or bring you joy. Clutter is also anything that keeps you stuck and blocks you from making progress in any area of your life. When you hear the word clutter, your mind may automatically jump to inherited items in your home, but have you ever thought of clutter in your mind? Are your thoughts holding you back? Do you have negativity and pessimism? Do you have doubt in yourself and others? Do you have perfectionism? So many people suffer from perfectionism. I can't tell you how many times you know, I see people get tripped up when they're trying to declutter based on trying to be perfect. Um, so perfectionism is really another form of clutter. These negative thoughts feed into the physical clutter around you and the physical clutter enforces and causes more negative thoughts. It's a vicious cycle, but you can choose to end it. You choose the way you think. Choose to take a positive approach and see how much further you get. An old Eastern proverb says... This is good, you guys. We strengthen the body to free the mind and thus polish the spirit. Isn't that good? So, so, so good. Um, when you organize your physical surroundings, you free your mind of the negative thoughts that were held in the clutter, and that will bring peace to your spirit. The funny thing is, is you know, um, all clutter has a cost, whether we realize it or not. 
And in my very, very first book, Organize Now, I actually wrote all the, the cost to clutter, the, the ways that clutter actually costs us. And it is amazing. So let me just go ahead and read it right now. Clutter causes you to feel overwhelmed and depressed. Clutter robs you of your energy. Clutter steals 50% of your storage space. Wow, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Clutter makes life harder. You have to look longer, travel far, farther, and dig deeper to find what you are looking for. Clutter takes longer to clean. Clutter costs you money. If you can't find what you need, you buy a replacement or you may be paying to store your clutter. How many people have storage units out there full of clutter? Why do I know it's clutter? You don't use it and you probably don't love it because I feel like we keep the most important things in our home and the less important things in storage units. Um, if you can live without it because it's in a storage unit, you can part with it, trust me. I've seen it done so many times. Clutter makes it hard to think straight. Has this ever happened to you? You go into your office or a workspace and you sit down and you have every intention of having a very productive day, but the, the papers and the stuff on your desk distracts you and next thing you know, you don't feel like you can even think straight. I'm definitely a person that has to have a clean desk in order to be productive at work. So I get it. Clutter may affect how you feel about yourself. You may be self-conscious or feel guilty about the clutter. I once worked with a couple that hadn't even had their own grown children over for dinner for over a year because they were so ashamed of the clutter in their home. It was really, really, really sad. That leads me to the next one. Clutter can affect your relationships. For example, if you feel ashamed of your cluttered house, you may be less likely, less likely to invite friends or family over. Big one. That's one of the most exciting parts of my job is getting a, a person's home to the point where they're excited to share it with others. I mean, why do we have these homes and why do we spend so much money on them and so much time taking care of them if we're not going to enjoy them or share them with other people? That's the biggest, um, you know, just, I see it for so many people. It's, it's a sad situation when they are embarrassed to open their doors and allow other people to come in. And as a Christian, that's a big deal. I mean, we're called to be hospitable. If your friend is having a really hard day and crying and upset about something that happened in her life, do you really want to be, you know, not be able to open the door if she shows up on your doorstep? Or do you want your friends to know that they're always welcome? You don't want to get to the point where you keep that door closed because you're embarrassed of your clutter. Organizing your life can be an overwhelming experience, but if you let clutter continue to pile up, it will literally drain your energy. I want you to just take a second when you have a minute in your home and try this exercise. So if you're in your home, you can try it now. If you're not at your home, think about doing this later. So I want you to just find a cluttered area in your home. It could be a coffee table. It could be a um, countertop. It could be a desk. It could be the mudroom, um, papers laying around, your dresser. I've, uh, there's so many places that this could be. So I want you to find a cluttered area and I want you to look at this area, focus on it for five minutes. Just stare at it. And I want you to start to realize how this space is making you feel. Do you start to feel stressed? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are you embarrassed? 
Do you feel disgusted? Do you feel um, maybe depressed? What are the feelings that you actually have? And then I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to tidy it up. I want you to wipe it off, clean it up, get rid of any garbage, remove anything on this space or in the space that's what you consider clutter, something that you do not love or use, something that's just taking up space but not necessary to have in this area. And I want you to then stare at this exact same space for another five minutes. And you'll really be able to see how your feelings have changed. Maybe you're feeling freer. Maybe you're feeling happy just because, you know, cluttered spaces take away energy and they take away good, good vibes. So sometimes when we, not sometimes, I'll go out on a limb and say every time we get organized and we move clutter, we feel happier. We feel more energized. We feel maybe proud of the work that we did. So it's unbelievable how clutter can affect us emotionally and physically. Many people I've worked with say they don't have the energy to get organized, and that's because of that clutter stealing their energy. It often starts growing when our energy is low, especially right now during the colder months. It can be, you know, we can feel less energetic. So it might be, we might be feeling lethargic. We might be feeling tired. We might be feeling less motivated. So this is a perfect time to start decluttering. You can make your home feel so much better. You can make your body and your mind feel so much better just by removing clutter throughout your space. And you know what? Who doesn't need an energy boost right now? I know I do. Um, this is why many times they call it spring cleaning because spring is a, re, a season of just kind of revival and it can make us feel recharged, full of new life and fresh beginnings. So we have more energy and then we are able to kind of tackle these spaces, but why not tackle them in the dead of winter when we have maybe a little bit more time on our hands? I wanna read this quote from, um, that's actually in my book on page 15, it's at the bottom. It says, deciding to simplify our lives and bring order to our homes by sending on the objects we no longer love to new, happier incarnations with people who generally appreciate them is the way to open up ourselves to receiving an abundance that will perfectly suit us. Isn't that just a beautiful quote? I love it. So eliminating and organizing, eliminating clutter and organizing your life will give you more energy, lift your spirits and make room for better things and experiences to come into your life. I've seen that a lot where people that I've worked with start to eliminate clutter and all of a sudden they also start to drop a few pounds or they start to um, find some extra money where they can pay off their debt and pay off their bills or a new relationship comes into their life. I'll never forget, um, it was not too long ago that one of my clients called me so excited because we got to the end of a decluttering process. I mean, a deep one that had gone on for quite a while. And it was interesting because as soon as she finished the this process, all of a sudden she got a Facebook message from a guy that she dated in elementary school. And she was just so excited. And I just have to wonder, and so did she, if her space in her life was too full of stuff, would she have been able to have this new opportunity come in? Or would it, they're just, you know, would it be like, there's no room left. And the coolest thing was, is he ended up coming to uh, visit her within a very short notice, maybe about two weeks. 
And she said, had she not gotten her place in order, that would have really stressed her out. Maybe she would have prolonged it. She maybe would have been embarrassed or ashamed and not been so willing to have him come visit. But because her life was organized and decluttered, she was excited and ready for the chance to explore this new relationship. Super, super awesome stories happen like that all the time when you tackle clutter in your life. So as with everything, practice makes perfect. So there, so the more you practice organizing, easier it becomes. Once your outer environment is clean and clear, you can focus on nurturing your inner environment and spending more time with the ones you love. Really, really um, important. I mean, if we're just too busy, constantly rearranging and shuffling clutter throughout our house and every weekend is taken up with these kinds of activities, it doesn't leave much room to go and have lunch with your best friend or spend extra time with your kids. I mean, because you're feeling like you have got to constantly clean and pick up and tidy up when maybe it's time to let go of some of the stuff that is wasting your time and cluttering up your life. It will be easier to clean, trust me, with the less, the less stuff you have. So the next part of the show, I just want to get into the psychology of clutter because I, uh, I've realized that a lot of times people don't understand why this is so hard for them. And there are main reasons. So number one, um, the reason why it's hard for you to part with stuff is emotional attachment. So remember, you can part with an item and still keep the memories. Basically, if you, this happened to a um, client of mine the other day, it's happened to me personally. It just comes to mind, China. How many times have you inherited something from somebody in your life that's passed on that you really do not like, you really do not want to use or have room in your home for? I think about that when I think of China. Um, when my grandmother passed away, none of the granddaughters wanted her China. Um, because we don't have formal dining rooms anymore. That was like the main reason. And even if we did, it just wasn't our style. And you know what? That is perfectly okay. I have um, had somebody the other day, had a bin of China from her mother-in-law and wasn't her style. I said, do you, do you want to use this? She said, no. I said, do you like the looks of it? No. Do you want it to take up space in your home? No. Well, then it, the answer is time to let it go part with it, give it to somebody that might actually like it. In a situation like that, when it's a family member's item, always check with your other family um, before you just donate it or trash it because there might be somebody in the family that would be really, really excited to get those pieces. Um, and if not, it's okay. If nobody wants it, like in the case with my grandmother's China, China fine, we donate it to charity and that is great. It's better than keeping it out of guilt letting it sit in a storage unit or a storage area for 12 years and nobody gets to use it. That's not honoring your family member either. So getting rid of stuff, you know, it takes time. It can be overwhelming. Most of us never know where to start or exactly how to go about it, but there are other people out there that like to do this stuff. So ask for help if you need it. Um, face your fear and the shame of someone seeing that clutter in your home and just let them in. Some, somebody would love to help you with this process. So number two, I can't part with this because status and security. So 
feng shui teaches that your thoughts create your future. I, I do believe that the more you focus on, the more you manifest that in your life. So if you get rid of something thinking you're going to need it again someday, chances are that will happen. If you part with, you know, a red sweater and you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to need this for a Valentine date or Christmas, um, you know, even though you haven't worn it in eight years, that if you keep thinking that you're going to need it and you keep creating these what ifs and these maybe situations, chances are you're going to create that. If you weren't focused on it, it wouldn't happen. So when you're parting with things, just part with them, let them go. Don't keep thinking about them. Um, number three, advertisers say you need it. So we live in a society that is constantly bombarding us with messages that are telling us we need this, we need that. If we buy this, we're going to be thinner, we're gonna be more productive, we're gonna be happier, we're gonna be um, more successful, we're gonna be um, more liked. There's so many things. Guess what, guys? Advertisers are getting paid big, big money to get you to believe in that statement. So even, I always say this, even with organizing products, just because you purchase an organizing product that was maybe on say the home edit show, or you saw it in the container store or on Amazon, and it has a really good ad behind it or a really good packaging. And you think to yourself, this is going to make me be like one of these girls on the home edit show. I'm gonna be su such an organized person. I'm gonna have everything perfectly in place. Guess what? Just because you buy that organizing product does not make you a more organized person. The biggest part of this process, if you wanna be an organized person, is to first eliminate the clutter because there's no sense putting clutter in a cute organizing bin from Target or wherever. It could be cute if it was um, consolidated and condensed down to things you actually love or use, but to just put clutter in a bin so that you don't have to deal with it, it doesn't fix the problem. Uh, it just wastes more money and takes up more space, to be honest with you. So that's one of the reasons why I never tell anybody to buy an organizing product before they start the, process, the project. You want to first go through and decide what you're purging before you buy any permanent homes for the stuff that's going to stay. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, so they tell you that you need that. The advertisers say that and shopping gives us a rush. Let's face it. I mean, if you've ever come to one of my events and heard me speak, I talk about the target five minute high all the time. I mean, honestly, it makes everybody laugh, but it's true because we've all fallen into this rabbit hole of going into Target for a few quick things, maybe, let's say, what, toilet paper, um, maybe a new can opener and some cleaning supplies. Next thing you know, you walk through, first of all, the dollar section. It's usually organized by season. So there's some cute little decor in there based on the season or the current, current holiday, and it's I mean, what, three to five bucks. You can justify it. You start to go in there, you're looking around. Next thing you know, you've picked up five things. Then as you're on your way to the cleaning supplies, you see all the cute clothing that came out for the current season. Um, and then we get into holiday or seasonal home decor. And by the time you leave Target, you have half a cart full of stuff you never planned on getting, <laughs> right? And you are so happy. 
like so happy. Why are you happy? Because you just fell into the target five minute high, meaning those things in that cart are making you happy right now because the marketing behind it, the packaging behind it, the store behind it did a good job and you fell for it. Okay. We've all done it. But my question is, how long is this five minute high going to last? Is it going to be um, a two day high? Is it going to be joy for a month? Is it going to be joy for a year? It, are these things that you're placing around your home going to make you happy every single time you walk by and look at them? Or is it going to wear off? Sometimes people don't even take the tags off of stuff when they get home and it just sits there in their bedroom or even in the back of their car for weeks, even though they were super pumped when they bought it. It's really, really interesting. So be careful. If you have a bag of stuff in your back seat right now and it's been sitting there for two weeks, I'm going to challenge you to just take it back to the store and get your money. You obviously aren't that happy with it. You obviously aren't that excited about it. You obviously have not made it a priority to put it away. Therefore, you do not need it. That's some tough love for you ladies. Okay. So yes, your husbands will thank me. <laughs> number four. No. Yeah. Number four. It's how you're raised. You may have been taught by a parent to hang on to things. This is all the more reason to clear the clutter from your life so that you can be a good example to your own children. Children do not learn how to get organized or declutter unless they are shown how. Um, they are taught how. And guess what? They are not going to learn this in school. This is not what the teachers are paid for. This is what moms teach. So make sure that you are thinking about that. And also, if you have been raised by a parent that tells you to hang on to things, they might have been um, brought up during the Great Depression era where everything was saved, basically out of fear. Um, or they may have you know, been raised without very much money. There's all sorts of things. So go back and ask your parents, you know, what did they think of stuff or your grandparents even? Um, because a lot of that has been carried on down to you and it is probably affecting your attachment to things even more than you even realize. It's very, very interesting. Okay, number five, the mess is a distraction. Some people like to cover themselves with clutter and keep busy with their mess to avoid their deep down emotions. If this is where you're at, adjust your emotional issues first. This is scary, so seek help more than an organizer. Finest place to share that is safe for you. Once you've healed your emotions, you'll be able to focus on organizing and your, your results will last longer. So if you are just living in a mess to distract you from depression or um, a recent breakup or maybe a loss of a job, the best thing you can do to restart your life is to declutter. Again, it's going to give you an energy boost. You're going to feel better about yourself. It's something you could do with your time rather than just binge watching Netflix and it gets you up and moving and actually you burn calories. So what's not to love, right? Um, and then finally, the reason why it's hard for you to part with things is because you want to get your money's worth. Owning an object is not the same as getting a return on your investment. Just because it's sitting in your house does not mean you're gaining from it. It doesn't mean you're benefiting from it. The money is already spent. 
you have to actually use the item in order for it to be value, valuable to you. The internet and consignment shops make it easy to sell your unwanted belongings so you can actually earn money for the things that are just sitting there and you're not using them. They're just taking up space in your home. So think about that um, when you're starting to declutter. Okay, and I'm gonna wrap it up with a few motivating statements about why it is actually true that less is more. So the less you have, the more you will use what you own. The less you acquire, the more you can pay attention to what you have. The less you have, the more efficient you are. You spend less time searching for things. The less you control, the more you can let go. The less you have, the more energy you will have. Less energy is wasted caring for your possessions. The less you have, the more room there is for new things to come into your life. The less time you spend watching TV, the more time you will have to do the things you wish you had time for. The less you have, the more time you will save cleaning. The less you talk, the more you can listen. The less you have, the more money you will save on storage. And finally, the less you have, the more you can focus on your priorities and not the tasks of dealing with the junk in your life. So I hope this episode inspired you to start going through your house and deciding what is actually clutter and what isn't and deciding on a process for actually removing that clutter that is no longer serving you.